0: Counselor Accents Podcast. Two school counselors who love their jobs. Oh, and they happen to have Southern accents too. Bless their hearts.
1: You are about to listen to our very first live podcast. And originally I was going to start it at the place where we introduce ourselves and do our regular intro, but I wanted you to hear what it sounded like as everybody started coming on one of our funniest podcast moments ever that we will reference probably for the rest of our lives happened as people were coming on, and it was too good not to share. So please listen to our Southern greetings to the people that joined us for the podcast. And if you weren't here, we missed you. Okay. Oh, oh my
2: God. God. Hey, Matthew. Good to see you. Oh. Hey, Jody. Hi, Jody. Okay, there comes Laura. Oh, there's Laura. Hey! Oh, my goodness. This is so
1: much fun. Hey, Isaac. Bowing
2: to the queen. Bowing to the queen.
1: Hey, Isaac.
3: Hello. (laughs) This is the
4: most
1: fun. Oh, my goodness. Why haven't we done this sooner?
2: I don't know. It's like a party. It's like a party. So, Julie and Kendra I don't know what y'all think. I need to see you or hear you.
5: Hi, I'm in my bedroom. I'd rather not show it.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, geez.
4: I'm hiding. I'm, everybody. In, the tub.
2: I'm in the tub. I'm on the toilet.
4: I'm going to ask for a pass.
2: Oh, goodness. Okay. You, are, you lay up there, girl, and don't you worry about anything. So, thank you guys, because we really appreciate y'all coming on, and Mary, I think you're just going to add people if they come in, or Laura?
1: I'm adding people. Mary's checking our social media, and if people start panicking and say they can't get on, she is on top of it. I don't
2: know if panic is not a strong word.
1: (laughs) No, people are panicking if they can't get in this, okay? (laughs) This is... (laughs) sound like rednecks
2: those are my favorite people
3: they sound like hillbillies the country okay we hear you like like, hey guards
6: stop it
2: they're real literally saying they sound like hillbillies
6: (laughs) oh my god i'm so sorry that's my kid i'm so sorry i love you guys stop it i'm so sorry
2: There is nothing greater.
1: That's like the highest compliment you can pay us. So thank you. (laughs) The only thing better would have been if you said we look like Dolly Parton. That's the only (laughs) thing higher than that. So really, it is a badge of honor. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Well, I'm Laura Rankhorn,
2: And I am Kim Crumbly. And together we are Counselor Accents. We are two school counselors who are in the trenches
1: with you. We know the issues you're facing because we're living them with you every single day. Kim, it is like we are at a party right now. And I, this is the most fun I've had in quite some time. Uh,
2: school counselors are my favorite people. Uh, oh,
1: I love it. Like.
2: Got the light out. I love it. Uh, so, so happy that you guys are on here. We want to know who you are, if you feel comfortable doing that. And if you, just want to put it in the chat. Uh, You can do that too. And first of all, we want to introduce Mary. Mary is a saint. I call her Saint Mary because she helps take care of us and keep us on the straight and narrow. And we are two ding-dongs. So we really need a Mary in our life. So Mary, thank you. Thank you for not
1: quitting us yet. We appreciate that.
2: We said that uh, she didn't have to work tonight, but if you do see anybody in the chat, Mary, if you'll just let us know, they're in the chat and they are wanting to introduce that way. But um, we're going to start here with, um, Mary, do you mind starting and just giving us your name, your state, your grades that you are involved with and how many students you have? And then maybe just some fact about yourself so we all kind of know you.
7: Whew, that's a lot. Okay, let's see. Um, I'm Mary Brannan, and I live in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, and this year, I actually have the blessing of working as a counseling, counseling coach. Um, so I'm actually working with counselors directly, um, coaching them and just helping them be their best selves. Um, Iowa, you do not have to be a teacher first, but we know that there's a lot of teaching roles involved with being a counselor. And so I just coach and help them basically with teaching skills. Um, classroom management and different things like that. So that's my blessing I have this year. And now um, I'm working with middle school and elementary school counselors. I haven't had any high school ones yet, but that's about it. Um, I have one child and I, we like to redo houses. So it seems like we're moving all the time and remodeling houses. That's kind of like my side gig. And I really like to thrift shop. So those are my two, like
4: about me items. Cool. I love it. Matthew.
0: Yes, ma'am. I wanna say congratulations to Kim.
4: Yeah. Thank
1: you. Thank you. I should have uh, a shirt tonight. It's my fan club president shirt. What did you say? I said I should have worn my shirt tonight. Yes, my-
2: you should have. Yes, you should have. And thank you, Matthew, for bringing that up. I always like when people bring it up and I don't have to.
1: Did you ask but, him ahead of time to bring <laughs> it up? I,
2: yes. If you don't know, I, w- I was named Alabama Elementary School Counselor of the Year recently. So thank you, Matthew. Yes, Tell yes, us a little I, bit about you. <clears throat>
0: So this is year 18 for school counseling. Um, I did 10 years at intermediate. So fifth and sixth grade, I did six years at high school and then I've been at um, elementary one through five since 2021. Um, I'm also on the board for the Colorado School Counselor Association. So if you're not involved with your state board, you should get involved. Um, I have my wife and I have three kids, one senior this year to seventh graders. I do lots of baking.
4: Fantastic.
2: That is neat. Yes. Jody, do you mind? Sure. Um, I
8: am so happy to be here. I've been so excited about this. Um, This is my very first year being a school counselor. Um, And I am absolutely loving it. I was a kindergarten teacher for 15 years. So this is a big change, but I'm really lucky because I'm Uh, a counselor in the same building where I was teaching kindergarten for the past 12 years. So I know all the teachers. I know many of the parents and the students. So that is serving me well. I'm from New Jersey, South Jersey. So we're very excited about the Eagles. Um, I have two sons and um, I have three stepdaughters and we have five grandchildren and one on the way. Um, And I have two dogs and I just love listening to you too. I especially listen every morning while I'm getting ready for work. And while I'm driving to work, I have a 35 minute commute to work. So it's perfect to listen to Kim and Laura in the morning. Um, You have great podcasts and I'm
3: learning so much from you too. So
8: thank you.
2: That is so sweet. Laura Drews?
1: It's like like we have an old friend back with us. Laura Drews, we haven't seen you in a long time. I haven't. I know. That's right.
2: Yep, that's right. How are
7: you? Introduce Uh, to everybody. Good, good. Um, I'm a high school counselor for the past 10 years now. Um, A career change from working in corporate to now working as a school counselor in education. I'm in central new jersey but it all depends on the weatherman and how he predicts snow so right today i'm in central um and i love to swim um i'm really involved with like the repertory theater at high school um and i miss you guys you guys are my saving grace during the pandemic when we had like our um 21st days of school your kind of webinar workshop so that totally got me through and prepared for like an unprecedented year. The following year, so it's been a while, but it totally helped me going in. You know, in such a weird, quonky year. Oh,
2: girl, oh. we're going to talk yeah. a little bit and a little bit about this weird, quonky or poor, yeah. you whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Queen Laura, you thank you, Queen Laura. We have school. Counselor for the nation, which makes me my armpit sweat. I mean, I'm a little bit but, nervous here, but <laughs> Laura, tell us a little bit about you. The Queen is in the building. I'm not, but I'm not anymore. That was
7: three years ago. You're Sorry. always. It doesn't <laughs>
2: matter. That's you are always a na- going to be a national school counselor. Hi, y'all. I'm Laura Ross. I am a middle school
9: counselor in Georgia. Um, this is my 17th year. Um my ninth year in middle school, I did elementary school before. Um, you, well, you can hear, I have a little mini zoo. Um, so you could probably hear my bird squawking in the back. She's upset because the cat is on top of her cage. And then I have three dogs over here who are fighting for a space next to me on the couch. Um, so that is, um, most of my, Outside of counseling stuff, I'm also currently the president of the Georgia School Counselors Association. Ooh, ooh.
5: My <laughs> that goodness. A,
9: oh my goodness! But um, and I will be that through the end of June. So, but I'm excited to be here and I'm gonna try to
2: control my accent. But when I'm around these two, it who was it? Where is the there? You are Laura. I see you, Laura.
1: Laura's the one that said the hillbillies. Everybody's going to sound of- like a hillbilly by the time we're finished with this.
2: Every one of you are in danger. You're in <laughs> danger of sounding like us. Isaac, where are you from?
6: I'm from uh, Wisconsin, a little town called Cassville. And um, it's my second year as a school counselor, and I actually have uh, come back to the where I graduated high school from.
2: Aw. That happens so much. Isn't I that love amazing? That. I yeah, it. Isaac, it's, we love Wisconsin, it's so glad, and we do a Wisconsin accent.
4: Well, good, good.
2: Uh, So, I see Fondra, do you mind hopping on here?
4: <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, Fondra. Oh gosh, this is so, hey, this is so exciting for me. I'm still at work because I'm on the West Coast, so we oh. just got done with school a little bit ago. Um, And I am a grit, so I'm a girl raised in the South transplanted okay. in Idaho and Washington state, so the accent will come out. I'm sure of it. Um, I've taught school for let's see started in 1986 and uh was teaching uh, about seven or eight years really was teaching in inner city New Orleans when um I was doing more counseling with than um teaching loved teaching it was so hard for me, but I just felt that calling to go get my master's in counseling and did that um yeah, I'm uh, really a play therapy. That's kind of, I just love it. So I'm actually a registered play therapist, school-based registered play therapist, and use that so much in my elementary counseling. So on the oh, wow. board out here in Washington State for the Association for uh, Play Therapy. So yeah, even wow. though I know we're not therapists, I'm not a therapist, but I use as we all do, right? Love yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Play. I'm super mm-hmm. impressed. And
2: there is Laura who is say is claiming, I didn't call you hillbillies. My kid did. Mm-hmm. Laura, <laughs> we love you. You are so stinking funny. Laura was on the podcast recently and we love her. She did an amazing job. Tell everybody a little bit about you.
3: I'm Laura Douglas. Um, I'm a foster mom. So those were, that was my angel of a child who keeps me on my toes. And oh, it was hilarious. So the person who next spoke next, he said, he's like, that's a, that's a big city person. That's a high class. And so, I mean, he's really ranking his accents tonight. So doing really <laughs> great at teaching, teaching you know, accepting <laughs> of others and whatnot. So
2: Mary, you're um, high class. you know, she is a
3: uh, middle school counselor, fifth through eighth grade. Uh, 250-ish students, I'm on our Kansas State board, Um, and I, well, I collect kids and Legos. (laughs) Uh,
2: Give me the Legos. Give me the Legos.
4: Oh, they're pretty legit. Uh,
2: Julie, I know you're in the
4: bedroom. Do you want to just pop on here? I can talk. Um, Oh, I can show you. I'll say hello.
5: Oh. Uh, Hi. My name is Julie. I live and work outside of Annapolis, Maryland, and um, I've been a school counselor about 11 years with a break in between to stay at home when my kids were born. Um, I am at a private school pre-K-3, eighth grade, about 200 kids, and I'm a huge fan. I'm so excited to be here. I should have my fan shirt on
4: as well.
2: (laughs) Glad to have you. Louise, I don't see you, but you might want to pop on. Hey, I don't know if you can see me.
1: can't nope, see but we can hear you.
3: You can hear me. Okay. I came across you guys on Instagram. I'm on School Counseling Balance. If any of you are on there, follow me on uh, there and we can connect. Um, my name is Louise Diamond and I live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And I'm enjoying your accents very much. Uh, My, um, let's see, uh, I've been a counselor for 32 years and uh, with taking a year off after my second child was born, started in 1990. I have two kids. uh, They're in their early 20s. I have two dogs and um, I work right now. I'm in a private Catholic school, pre-K through eighth. I have about 550 students, and I'm the only counselor in our school, and I'm also an author. I wrote um, a parenting book called Creating the Balance, Parenting Through the Middle School Years, and um, I'm glad to connect with all you guys. Thank you.
2: Thank you for being
6: here.
2: I feel like there's so much knowledge right here that we should all write a book all together everybody, because yeah, this is rock stars right here. I agree. So I see somebody else on it just says iPhone. Do you want to identify yourself? And there's Daniel too, but iPhone,
1: iPhone unmuted for a second. Oh, oh. there we go. Oh,
6: nope, nope. Sorry. It's me, Reagan. Reagan. <laughs> Hello, Reagan. Yes, I can't figure my phone out. It's I'm trying to drive one kid to basketball practice and I'm listening and so I haven't figured it out yet. But I'm Reagan Schulte. I am an elementary counselor in Mediapolis, Iowa, and I am a pre K through five counselor and this is my 13th year.
1: Reagan did a podcast episode for us. It's one, if you haven't listened to it, it is it's kind of what inspired our Everybody Has a Story segment that we've done on our podcast. Reagan was the inspiration behind that. So We're so excited that you're
2: here. And in case we don't come back around this, uh, Reagan had a story about her life that was so inspirational and it was just, you know, one of those things you really, and all of you have stories that if we knew your story and how you got to the place you are, I'm sure we'd all be like, wow, that's amazing. But. If any of you have a story about your life or how you got here, what things you've overcome and you would like to be on the podcast, those are some of our favorite podcasts is is stories, people's lives and how they use what they went through or what they've done to help them be a better counselor. Daniel, hello.
10: Hi, how are you? Good.
2: Good.
10: Um, are you guys just introducing yourselves?
2: Yes, I'm sorry. Oh, I just oh. like Daniel. He just came out. He's like, What? No, no. Uh, you're the speaker tonight, Daniel. I'm sorry. I'm
10: re- No, I knew I was ready. I had my notes already here. <laughs> I was ready to take over. No, so no.
2: tell us where you're from and what you do and who you serve.
10: Okay. So I am um, from a small cow town in California called Tulare, California. Um, in between Fresno and Bakersfield. Usually people know those a lot better, if not San Francisco and LA. Yes. And I am in my first year of uh, my program. I feel a little bit, I'm, I'm learning from everyone. And I stumbled across you as a podcast. And let me just say, one of the few ones I can n- go through without knocking out, because you guys just have <laughs> me howling uh, all the time. And yeah, I'm, I'm in my internship right now. So, I raced home. I was like, I was in an SST and I was like, I got to get back there. I need to listen to the podcast or I got to be, yeah, I wanted to be here. Thank you, Daniel.
2: It sounds like, it sounds like you guys are from all over the United States. So we're representing here tonight and uh, we're going to get started with just some questions that, uh, I love Matthew. I can already tell Matthew's my kind of people. Matthew, you're like the cheerleader. I've got this. You're doing great. I love that so much. You know, Thank Matthew, you,
1: Matthew, I thought of you today whenever um, we were in, I thought about the Carolyn Stone fan club shirts and I thought, man, I need one of those. Because didn't you, weren't you like the mastermind behind those shirts?
0: I was not the mastermind, but I was happy to, to purchase one. I okay. feel like it was Missouri okay. well, kind of cheerleader that
1: you take the credit because you're the first person that we saw with one. And so in my mind, you started it. So
5: yeah. so for those of me. you who
2: are listening, Carolyn Stone at the last ASCA meeting that was in Austin was her last hurrah. And so every, uh, there was some, uh, some counselors who were wearing uh, the Carolyn Stone fan club shirts and they were, I think they were so popular. We will, we were told that they were actually Thinking about selling them like from uh, Aska. That was such a neat thing. So, well, hopefully, guys, in Atlanta,
0: we can have some Kim Cumley fan club.
2: Hey. Uh, that, <laughs> that you go, who? Uh, thank you, though, Matthew. I love you. Uh, we're <laughs> going to get started with questions that you guys, may, somebody here, or maybe somebody else that didn't get to come on have asked. And we're going to try to answer those. And when I say we, then that could be you know, if you have something that you want to say on that, you just jump in, unmute, and we'll know mm-hmm, they got something to add to that. So let's start with um, the first one. It says, I taught kindergarten for 15 years and started working as a school counselor in the school that I taught in for 12 years this past September. I noticed that they never celebrated National School Counseling Week and it does not even seem to be a district-wide event. I discussed with my administrator and she jokingly said. Fine. You have a week to brag about yourself. And so, yes. Yeah, so the principal basically said, uh, yeah. you will just go ahead and brag about yeah. yourself, which is really missing the point. Right. Uh, I cringed when you heard Daniel Birdsong, who was on our podcast and he discussed, um, the importance of National School Counselor Week. So any tips on this would be very helpful. So what I think I'm hearing is possibly that principal is not really understanding um, the importance of what could be done this week. So Laura, I'm going to, uh, Laura Rankhorn, if you want to answer this and then anybody else go, I have a thought. Okay, so what about National School Counseling Week?
1: I think that you are in a great position because if it's never been done before, it is you can make this whatever you want it to be. And Kim and I are very adamant about we are not bragging about ourselves. We are bragging about our program. And one thing that we like to do is similar to what you said. I like to highlight those that have helped me. I'm going to sneak my numbers in, but I'm going to say thank you, teachers, because of you on the front lines you have helped me do at this point in the year, 700 individual sessions or whatever my number is at that time. And um, so I'm going to highlight my numbers and brag on my program, but I'm going to do it by saying I couldn't do it without you and use those days that ASCA highlights. Like they say the first day is how my students help me dream big or I don't, I'm getting those wrong, but they are giving you the theme of each day. You're also
2: telling everybody what the school counselor does because a lot of teachers don't know what you do. Um, So that's going to add. Does anybody have any other ideas about school counseling week and what you might have done or are going to do? I feel like Matthew Matthew, does. I feel like Matthew does. Yes.
0: Well, I think if you're in a small enough district and bold enough, you can present the school board because our school board always has a meeting on the Monday of National School Counseling Week. And so we arrive in force, we wear our district t-shirts um and then we talk about what you guys said we talk about our program and so the elementary folks are on a grant so we have a lot of data and so we really talk about um the impact that we're having and how kids are different because of the work that we do and so That's it's kind way. of kind of showcasing us but really about what's happening on Um, Because we have a Google, I have a Google form that I keep track of all the kids that I see and just talking about all the different issues. And so it'll just be some pretty charts and graphs because they like colors um, and talk about like what it is that we've done. Um, We started a um, career event last year. And so we'll probably talk about that, that we're having it again this year. So just really highlighting some of the stuff that we're doing and how it's impacting kids and not so much us, but more about the program. Matthew,
1: Matthew, that's so good. Go ahead, Laura. Something that Matthew said made me think. um, First of all, there is a national school counselor. I mean, national school social work week. It's March 5th through 11th. So just so you don't feel the pressure to include her in your stuff. I think definitely you can include her, but you don't have to share the week, the whole week. Um, cause she has her own week or he has his own week, but something Matthew said, um, one of the most, I guess, impactful graphs that I did last year, um, when kids self-refer, they are able to choose why they're coming to see me. And it was last year, the graph showed 98% of the reasons why kids were coming to see me were family, friends. Um, it was only like 1.8% school. And so that was a really powerful graph to share with my teachers that this is why I'm here to take care of all these things so that we can then get to school so that they can focus on school. And so it was just a way to show this is how I'm helping you. Yeah, right. Laura Ross. I think I was talking to Laura Ross when I said, Laura, sorry,
2: go ahead. Laura Ross, go ahead. We want to hear from you. So um, we've always
9: done the whole highlighting our program to um we um so we put we make sure um we submit for the master calendar in our school that it has National School Counseling Week on it. Um our district, um I'm in a large district in Georgia and they have been good about having a something for um council recognition um during that week. Um we actually have a breakfast and a actual recognition ceremony, but um at our school, we make sure it's on the calendar. Um, we usually put out something out in social media. So like, especially for like our parents, um, and community to see. And so every day it's just something, another fact or another piece of information about school counseling. So people really start to understand it. Cause even when our kids get it, sometimes the families don't really get what it is. Um, and then we usually do something similar for our students, um, And part of that, yeah, is putting like adding a little bit of our like information out there, like data numbers and stuff, too. But um, really, it's been for us about making sure people understand what school counseling is. And so um, we don't always go by the ask a theme, um, but we change it up. We've done a couple of times because it's landed perfectly. We've done um, a theme with the Winter Olympics. And we've done a candy theme. Um, So we always have like something, you know, like, like a Twizzlers poster. And it's like, you know, when things are all twisted up or, you know, some like cute saying, so the kids kind of get, like, that's something that you would come to the school counselor for. Every once in a while, we've done kind of little fun contests and stuff, but we don't do that every year. But just kind of promoting what school counseling is. um, And
2: yeah. I love that and making it your own. You guys have given me ideas, so I appreciate that. I'm definitely going to get with other school counselors in my district and say, let's do this. Let's all go in together. So thank you.
1: And Fondra um, you put an idea in the chat. Yeah. Um, she said a proclamation from the mayor of your city. Great idea.
2: I love it. Uh, Laura, do you want to read the second, number
1: two? Sure. In my school, we have about 80 fourth graders. They are keeping me quite busy, and I need to see about 20 of them on a regular basis. I feel like a lot of us can raise our hands and say amen. Um, I've done small groups and classroom lessons for this grade level. I even try to pop in the cafeteria to sit with different kids because I worry about missing the ones I really need to see. I now plan to go outside with them during their recess. I was going to walk around and touch base as they are playing What are your thoughts on this? And do you have any effective strategies for me to help this large group? Let Um, me just pause right here and say, and then I'll let you answer, Kim. But I just want to say you are school counselor of the year for doing all of these things to try to reach this group. Like You are going above and beyond, and you are amazing. uh,
2: And now it's kind of the, I've bragged on you. Now I'm going to say, girl, guy. What are you doing? Whoever said this. Uh so you've got 84th graders, and you're seeing a fourth of those on a regular basis. So let me caution, and you guys join in. This is what this is about. Just get just helping one another. Let me caution you about becoming their therapist. And so you have got so much to do. You have got such a big role in so many students that you can get caught up in a cycle of the same, the same, the same. When some of those may need to, um, if they need that extra help, let's go to the next step or maybe have a plan of three sessions. And then if by that third session, we're not getting anywhere. When I say session, they come in as a school counselor, then maybe, maybe it's somebody else that needs to step in. As far as the walking around uh, with the students and sitting with the material, you know, that is using your time very wisely because you're using and doing things differently, things out of the box. We love to see people doing things out of the box and you can walk around and uh, around the track or wherever. And that is, that is still school counseling. So I'm so glad that you get that. Um, does anybody have anything else to say about about that? I mean, it's wonderful, but that is such a huge number to be seeing on a regular basis and do all the things that you're, you're doing.
4: The show. Uh, oh, uh, just, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. At my school, we had a uh, facilities, uh,
5: guys spray paint feet footprints out at recess. It's called like the peace walk or something. We did it a few years ago. So the, so it's like, Footprints facing each other. So two kids stand here. I feel blank when blank. This kid says that. Then you step forward. I hear you say, we agree, or something, something like that. We agree to, and then they high-five. So I always try to, when I have issues like that, I do a lesson about conflict resolution. Um, this is, and then teachers, if the kid comes to the teacher at recess, whatever at lunch, go to the footsteps and try to solve it yourself first.
1: That is wonderful.
2: And you could do that in your, I was just thinking, Julie, you could get those stickers that go on the floor and do that in your own office. Yeah, that's a great I idea. Have, I, I don't, that is like genius to me. That is like genius. Um, so we're talk, still talking about a large group. Anybody else have any thoughts about how to help? Any strategies for this large group?
1: I would use data to drive this, um, use pre-tests and post-tests. If they're continuing to come to you, then um, I would get input from teachers. And after their third time coming to you, they need to have improved or you need to refer out or something needs to change. And even showing them the data that, hey, you've been to me three times and we're not making
4: progress. What do we need to do? Um, I would use data to help with this. Did you need to say something, Jody? No, I'm
8: I'm listening and I'm thanking you for these ideas. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're no, fine. No, no,
2: no. These are great. You're great. You are awesome. Um,
1: Laura says, I would also see about collaborating or empowering the grade level teachers. Something I get sent. Sometimes I get sent anyone slightly crying. Oh, that's great. Yep.
4: And when I went back, it's because the teacher. And when I teacher, went back. Teacher is it's that comfortable? The, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um so uh
2: I love that you are sweet to me, Laura. Y'all did not see Laura before this. You didn't she see Kim before this. Oh, she
1: hung up on me. I
2: did okay. hang up on her. I was very I was stressed.
1: But I'd like she, to I'd like to explain why. I'd like I feel like I have a really good analogy. Okay. Do it. Why
4: hey, thank say you? To me?
1: Yes. Back in the 80s, my mom used to host these open houses for the people in the community. And it was like a big deal because everybody wanted an invitation to Martha's open house. It was, And she put a lot of pressure on herself because of her feta dip, I guess, or whipped feta dip. And so she would be all caught up making this whipped feta dip. And she would not be so nice to my sister and me. In fact, I wanted to put on a play one night whenever she was getting ready for her open house. (laughs) And that was the moment that she said to me, I don't want to see your stupid play. I wanted to watch your stupid plays. And that is what Kim said to me, more or less, right before we came on this, because I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have the perfect open house and the perfect feta dip. And I forgive you, Kim. And you said to
2: me, are you wearing pink eyeshadow? What is this, 90, 80? And that hurt my feelings. I did hang up in anger. And I'm going to get those shoes for you and I to talk to the feet on the floor. So yes, we, we when need you those. say, I feel. But I yes, did feel yes. like I was making the feta dip and doing everything. All <laughs> right. So after having talked about all these students who were in, in need, I want to ask, we were recently on a podcast and we were asked this question. And I want to ask you guys, some of you, especially who've been in this for a while, But anybody can answer it because I think it's relevant for all. But uh, do you feel that the mental health crisis is overwhelming, counselors? In other words, do you feel like the water is rising and we're not able to spoon it? We can't get it out quick enough. And and do you feel like you're drowning? So I see, Matthew, that you do. Thank you, because that's how I feel. Uh, It's like the mental health crisis is, is growing at a pace faster than we can keep up with so does anybody want to kind of talk about that what they're seeing or feeling about that sure. I, yeah
0: I, I mean I think seeing it from the high school perspective before moving to elementary um, just the amount of need from students is growing and then I feel like also then the pipeline that's producing counselors is not producing as much. So then we have open positions. And so um, I know that in our district, we have we have one open position that's been open all year, um, but also just the fact that there's such a great need. We use some of our ESSERS funds to contract with um, therapists in the community to come in and provide services to the kids because it was beyond what we could do in the school day. Um, and so that was helpful, but, I mean, those funds don't last forever, and so we were able to do it last school year, but, yeah, there's a lot of need, and I feel like greater needs of younger kids than what I've seen before as well.
2: I think that that may be, uh, we're seeing second graders dealing with stuff that I was dealing pre-pandemic middle school, seriously. Laura has given me the eyebrow, which means I skipped questions that you guys have wanted Answered. So I'm gonna. I'm just trying to sneak my own help with these things too. So Laura, let's go ahead and ask another one of the questions that you guys sent in.
1: Okay. How do you ensure that students are applying what you teach them in lessons?
2: Laura, do you want to answer that?
1: Well, that's a tough one. Um, I, I think again, I would go back to data. Um, I think it depends on the grade level. I think it depends on the subject matter and how you can track it. Um, you could always bring it back up in another lesson and ask students, you know, just kind of remind them what you talked about last time and maybe have them do another post-test. You could talk to the teachers and have them kind of gauge it. Um, that's where my mind went. What about you guys? How do you ensure that students are applying what you teach them in
0: lessons? I don't know about All ensuring, but I do feel like that I, we do a good job of communicating to our teachers the content of each month's lesson so that they know what's happening there's a poster that goes with it that they have in the classroom and that type of thing so i think the next step so maybe next year making a mental note of following up with you know this is the topic and are you seeing them apply that type of thing so yeah yeah that's
4: that is great. a difficult yeah that's a difficult that's, one so i
9: was going to say that's i think a challenge that um we talk about in our counseling program all the time um And one of the things that we found, especially because I'm in middle school, so especially with our like peer relations, like lessons and stuff, we try to keep bringing it up. We've, we've made like little flyers and stuff to be posted in the classroom. So they're reminded of it, telling the teachers, here's what we, you know, we've learned. Um, One of the things that we did one year, I swear, our, our, our data collection has just got wonky with the pandemic. So, but, um, right before, um, we were all out and whatever, um, we had a really good, um, pre post that we did around our peer relations unit. So it was three different classes that we did. Um, and what we saw on there. So we, we asked questions about their knowledge on what we were teaching Their questions about um, their, like when they would use it or whatever, but when we asked questions about their attitude towards it and their comfortability of using it or felt like, you know, they knew what to do and what scenario to do it in and what they should say or what they should do, but they're, they're feeling comfortable or confident in themselves and actually doing it was what was low. And that's the thing that we've been exploring with them, and we brought it up to our advisory council too, like how do we and we' we still are kind of grappling with it, but how to get them to feel comfortable about actually using the strategies so it wasn't like they didn't know it um and we've built up we kind of do similar the same kind of topic, but our sixth, seventh grade, and then I'm the eighth grade counselor, we sort of just dig deeper each year and, or expand it a little bit, but they keep hearing the same thing. And that, you know, that's the hard part because, you know, you go in and you do one lesson and hope they get it and it sticks with them. So we try to build on it each year and keep the same kind of strategies. Um, but that's the whole, like getting them to feel comfortable and confident in using the strategies has been our, our challenge with it.
2: I love the um I love when when you when you are building that curriculum and that is something I struggle with uh is because we don't have a set and so making sure that it's kind of building I think is important, especially uh when you're really trying to get through uh, a message that they that they keep hearing and, and repeating. So we have time for one more question, and this has just kind of flown by, but I would love to do this again, so we'll talk about that maybe in just a second, but here is the last question, and this is for anybody, anybody that wants to answer this. What do you wish you could have known before having your first job, I guess, as a school counselor? What, what, would, what, had, what would you have liked to have known before you stepped in that school counseling role? It's a good question, whoever asked that. Got I have
6: something. Oh, <laughs> yeah? I, um, I wish that I would have known how much I was going to be defending what I do and how I do it to all others. I, I just wish that I would have been maybe more prepared. I know in our first discussion when I first met you, Kim, and Laura, we talked about are you a, what, what did you call it? Are you in is it an eagle oh yeah
3: in an and eagle? a bull
6: yeah. <laughs> or a yes, mouse. an eagle. Mouse. oh i I said I was kind of a, a bull, yes, a mouse, and um, I wish that I would have known how to handle that as well too,
2: yeah, that's good, um really good that's that's good, Reagan, because it it has changed how school counselors are seen, how educators in general are seen, and that has changed if you've started when I did counselor, uh, anybody in education was kind of put up on a pedestal and that. Jody, uh, we're going to let you finish this out with your thoughts on what you wish you had known.
8: I was just going to say um, as a kindergarten teacher, I would go home from work exhausted. (laughs) The little kids would wear me out and I thought, okay, as a school counselor, I'm going to have more energy. Little did I know I'm still coming home exhausted. I feel like I'm using a different part of my brain, but I love it. I'm doing detective work and I'm trying to figure out a resolution and communicating more with the parents. And um, so I guess I thought I would have more energy, but I am still loving it. And I'm so glad that I am a school counselor now, even though I'm still tired, but
2: (laughs) it's all good. I want to just say that uh, I love when we band together like this, especially from all over the United States and, uh, and encourage one another. And um, Mary Brennan says, I have organization strategies, note keeping in particular because you store so much info in your brain. That's so true. Also how to separate home and school. It's hard not to work home, bring, bring that work home with you emotionally and physically. So guys, and I cannot think more, of it.
1: We've got a few more in the chat. Laura said, start small. Know you're doing amazing things and listen to counselor accents.
2: That's
1: and very then Matthew sweet. Matthew said, prepare yourself for how hard the lives are of all of the kids I serve and collect all the data. And those are both so true. And then Isaac is so sweet. He said he's grateful to have had counselor accents, share our experiences while he was in his master's program. Thank you, Isaac.
2: So guys, uh, you keep up the good work. You all are rock stars because you want to know more. You want to keep growing. You want to share what you know and uh, listening to what you all are doing. It is amazing. In addition to this job that you're doing every day, uh, you got a story. you got something for us. Let us know. We'd love to have some of you on our podcast and uh, you guys are amazing. We've had a lot of you on uh Laura Ross, and Laura uh, we need to—that's right. So we're really, really uh, grateful to you guys, and thank you for all the good work, and thank you for coming on. This made this podcast easy. Um, and the,
1: the other thing that we hope that you get out of this podcast is, a lot of times we talk about how school counselors—we can feel like we're on an island because there's nobody else in our school that does the same job that we do. And so we would love it if you came out of this feeling heard and feeling like you were seen, and maybe that you came out of it with one other person that when you see them interacting on our social media, you can be like, oh, I know them. And if you have a question, maybe that's a person that you can connect with too, because we're all in this together. And so if you come away with a friend, we'll consider it a success. Even us, we're your friends.
2: And uh, we'll be doing this again, I think, Mary,
7: won't we? Mary won't we?
2: (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
7: You just let me know. And I wish I would have said at the beginning, let me turn my camera back on. I wish I would have said at the beginning. So part of my job too. And just because you guys hinted at it, I probably should let people know. I also work for Kim and Laura and I'm very blessed to get to do that. So I, um, love them very much and I listen to them and I'm a huge fan and a huge supporter, but I also get to work with them and for Uh, them. So, um, (laughs) She does not work for us. I'm sorry I didn't say that that at the beginning. I just wasn't sure. So yes, we can do another one. Absolutely.
1: She is so sweet to say she gets to. The stuff we put her through and the way she hangs in there with us, I just. What's wrong with you,
2: Mary? What's wrong with you? Good Lord. Uh, to put it with us, we love you all so much. Keep up the good work. We'll let you know when we're going to do another one of these. Put those questions out and invite your friends, and let's make this a big party and a big I open
1: will... house with my mom's whip feta dip.
2: Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. And we have to work on our relationship after this, Laura. There were some things said. There were things said. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank y'all so much. Have a great evening. Have a great week. Let us know if we can help you.
1: I feel like. I'm such a high I'm on such a high because we got to spend an hour with some of our closest friends
6: we did,
2: and what rock stars I mean just listening to each of them uh and and one of the things that uh, this group of people, which are school counselors in general were so encouraging, like they would nod at you and you know yeah. giving you thumbs up and every you know encouraging one another and I think it's just in us, but uh. This was absolutely so much fun. It started off with just starting off with the, the with Laura's child calling. It's <laughs> <That's> my
9: favorite <laughs> moment.
2: And then Mary comes on, and they're like, and then there's the city folk <laughs> <laughs> knows what they're talking about. That was uh, I love you, Laura. If you're listening to this, and I love your child, my kind of kid, wonderful. So, so the whole thing was so. And I tell you, I have next steps. I am ordering those, these, the feet. Like I know you can get those. I'm going to put those down in my office as a conflict resolution. I also am going to get with other school counselors in my district and say, how much fun would it be if we all get a matching t-shirt, we all go eat and then we head over to the school board for the national
1: school counselor week.
2: How much fun would that be? And how empowering would that be? I tell
1: you this every year it's school counseling,
2: I said school counseling.
1: Nope.
2: Yep. Replay it and give me my $5. All so right. what What are some things that you picked up?
1: Well, as they were going around introducing themselves and you're hearing these huge names in school counseling say, I've been in this for 18 years. I've been in this for 17 years. I've been in this for 32 years. And I those just, saying I'm first year, how great first, are they too? You know, well, I'm, absolutely. I'm, yeah, because those had, are rare. <laughs> yeah, we had such a mix um, yeah. of wisdom and experience. And I loved that those who have been in it for 30 years were still just as excited and passionate as our first year people. And it was just, it was just great.
2: And that was one of the things I wanted to talk to them about was burnout. So that like, how do they keep from burnout? Because some of them have been doing it for a long, long well, yeah, longer than I have because I've not been doing school counseling, but this is my 11th year. So some of them have been doing it longer and I wanted to, to how do you keep from getting burned out? It was just, and I think, what well, I think I know the answer. Look at where they were tonight. Yeah, they're getting, exactly. you know, that's exactly, it kind of keeps that spark going and they're still encouraging and getting encouraged and learning. Yeah. So thank you guys
4: for listening.
2: This was fun and join the next time. If you're listening to this, we want you on here in the podcast the next time we do this.
1: And so make sure that you have subscribed to our newsletter because we send the word out that way. And then also follow us on Instagram. You can join us on Facebook and find out about it that way. So we will definitely be doing this again. I just got a message from Fondra. She said this was just as fabulous as I thought it would be. That is so exciting because we thought it was fabulous, too. So thank you for that sweet message, Fondra.
2: Okay. So uh, Laura, do the thing where you say, like us. Well, I just did it. I wasn't I, did Lisa, it. I tune out. I tune okay. out completely. Okay. So have a good week. Yeah. Okay.